let's do this. Wait, 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 sorry. I was more prepared for this a second ago. Somehow I doubt that. <laughs> I don't have my voice modulator, so we're gonna have to deal with this. Just talk like a robot, Zach. Hello, master. Yes, simulation. <laughs> what, this is how I talk when I have the mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tales of the Outer Rim Jedi Adventures. We are jumping back into the hole in Coruscant. Does anybody remember what we found at the bottom of the hole in Coruscant? The hole in the bottom of the sea. Or want to go over what happened last time? Does anybody remember what happened last time? No, I don't. I kind of remember, but you tell it best, Zach. Do I? You sound really tired. I have a terrible fucking headache. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Last time, Doc Zaz was finally able to get his face back. He ran into Jotun outside of the ship. Jotun chastised Zaz for always having the same face on. Like, like you guys are making him soft and... He needs to ditch you guys, and if he doesn't, then he'll take care of the problem. Kind of thing. Oh, right. Threatening to kill us. And then you guys all ended up going down into one of the big holes of Coruscant, left by the Zillow Beast. Apparently the Zillow Beast stomped through a section that was like pipeworks or something, and then it opened up. Like, the space between walls and the space, like, like through exhaust shafts, like, it just goes all the way straight down. Like, this, the most perfect placement ever. Like, like, like some weird guiding force maybe uh, opened this hole. And at the bottom, with a bunch of glow rods and all that set up next to, like, a speeder, speeder bike, small speeder, was Jedi Knight Charles. And the very last thing he did was bemoan how he couldn't tell anybody because everybody would think he was crazy because he found a temple down on the surface and it might prove Daniel right about there being some sort of landing precursor landing site of some sort. That is where we left off. Dan, uh, I think whoever hasn't rolled Destiny, which I believe is just Daniel Shanks. Yeah, hang on one sec. I'll get get to roll on this. What you get? What you get? Ooh, dark. All right. He's like, as much as I hate to say it, I'm sorry, Daniel. Sorry I ever doubted you. I'm sorry for all the things you do and don't know that we have and haven't been said about you. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. You're right, Daniels jaw kind of drop for a second and then he'll go uh yeah i'm not too prideful to admit when i, when I see with my eyes daniel i'm sorry yeah yeah you All well right. thank you for 
admitting that. Uh, you know... Well, let's not get all... Let's not get all weepy about it. Yeah, you can't see because of the helmet, but he's crying. There's, there's a couple of tears. I mean, this actually means a lot to Daniel, because he was like... Like, he was, he was a respected scholar up until he started spouting off about how, you know, the Jedi temples were a landing pad for an ancient race of aliens. That kind of got him ostracized. I mean, like... It did. I think he's got a pretty good... Like, I think, in my mind, Daniel could have qualified as actually... Like, people saw him going places. Like, he could have been, like, an actual, like... It's like, man, he has such potential if he wasn't such a fucking nut. Yeah, like, he could have been a sage at one point. Like, he was, like, somebody that was, like, oh, everyone was, like, oh, yeah, this guy's going places. And then all of a sudden they're, like, oh, he's going one place, and that's the fucking loony bin. Could have been a sage. Now he just smokes the sage. Yeah, except he doesn't get high either, so he's just fucking... He has no Uh, reason to be um... crazy. Well, okay, so he does, but he doesn't do it intentionally. So, Charles, as you guys both approach, he's like, oh, this must be the Dr. Zaz. Yes, Charles! Daniel will kind of snap out of it and go, this is... Please, God, if I'm going to to start being on a level of respect with you that we haven't reached currently, I need you to say my name correctly, please. My name is is Charles. Charles. Yes. Shit, I said Charles. Charles. It may be very difficult, but I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> All right. And I was asking him. I wasn't. I mean, I appreciate your, your excitement, but I'd like to speak with the doctor. Oh yeah. How oh, do you do, doctor? Yep, Charles. <laughs> ah, well. You must be an excellent doctor. Shock, and as he says, looks over at Shock, he kind of closes his eyes for a minute and like looks his head down to the left, like he's sensing something, and he's like, "Do you both have kyber crystals?" Shock's eyes are gonna shoot open because <laughs> it's 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 not a good thing that we do. Because uh, I'm going to assume well, nobody that- said nobody has ever said it was a bad thing. Daniels right, is I, Daniels is on his hip, I believe, and Shox is hidden in his sleeve, right? Yeah, mine's mine's hidden. Yeah, correct. So with the advantage, he looks over at Daniel. And he's like, "Yes, you've you've made a lightsaber. This is incredible. You know, this, this essentially, I mean, in the current state of the, the state of things, with everything that's happening, you could both be knighted. This is for real." Daniel's gonna kind of. Looking, you kind of like take almost like a half step back and go, "Oh, this." No, I have a, I have a question. Does Daniel actually? You actually pull it out and like, lit it up for him. Yeah, Daniel trusts Charles. Charles. Cool. So, and again, when when it makes that noise, not only does it make that noise, but it ma- it's like this, like I I I would describe it as like a pale moonlight color. Yeah, and almost silvery or grayish. Yeah, I can see that. You use the the crate dragon pearl, be like pearlescent, almost like yeah. I yeah, get that. I got you. What you're saying? It just like doesn't have a color at all to it. Hey, Shock, did we ever decide what color you wanted your lightsaber to be? I think I thought we just decided it was gonna be 
whatever Orange? color you had decided yellow? for her. Oh, it was yellow, like a yellow. Like yeah, a... I think it was like a yellow. Okay. All right. Cool. Black. Well, I mean, you have your own crystal now. I meant whenever you start making your lightsaber, once you've uh, kind of infused yourself to this crystal a little bit, just think about a color that you'd want. We'll get to that later. Okay. So Daniel lights it up. Uh, I rolled a, a side die here, and it ended up good for you. And when you light it up, Shara kind of oh, gasps. Oh, man. A great dragon pearl? Where did you find a great dragon pearl, Daniel? But really... You should probably put that away. I sense... I'm gonna... As soon as she says that, before he can say anything, I'm gonna walk up and pull mine out and go, Great Dragon Pearl, nothing. I found this one inside a temple... A Jedi temple ship. And I'm gonna say it, like, with a big, like, Daniel-like grin on my face. Like, I'm super excited about it. I'm gonna whip mine out and ignite it also. Okay. Damn. Goddamn. Nice! All right. The fates are with us tonight, boys. Carl, I've noticed you've never asked me the color of my weapon. (laughs) (laughs) What color is that fluting on the barrel of your sniper rifle there? That is an old lightsaber. That's not the kyber I feel. This... You have another crystal. This is amazing, Shock. This is incredible. Yeah. Have you... Have you... Used them? Can I do a coordination check to twirl it? in front of her and go, not so bad looking for like a Jedi Knight now, huh? I thought Charles was a dude. So I don't know if we ever specifically gendered them, but we can go with the they, them. Yeah, that's okay. They present masculine, but that's fine. I mean, they've never they've always seemed pretty neutral, so I would say they, them. Okay. Coordination to impress this guy? To spin a lightsaber? I'll make it average with a setback. It's going to make it hard, but the setback will do that for me. Mm. Damn, okay, you got one success. So what are you doing? Describe this again? I, I want to twirl it and almost drop it, but kind of catch it. And then unignite it so I don't drop any of my limbs off. Oh my god, you had it lit doing this? Mm-hmm. I would have I used a dark side point if I'd have known that. <laughs> I told you I, I, I pulled it out and ignited it. Yeah, but when you went to spin it, I thought you, for some reason, I thought you turned it off. I turned it off after I almost dropped it on myself. All right, he's like, okay, all right, that's really fancy, but listen, you guys, we should probably put those away right now, because I don't know if you've sensed it, but there's definitely, definitely other life down here. I can't, I can't sense it super well, but, but I feel, whatever it is, it feels malicious. The kyber crystal feels malicious. No, no, no. The, like something out in the out in the darkness. You guys are like surrounded by pitch black. You're only being you're in light that is cast by a bunch of lamps he has set up by his speeder that are shining this way. Like once you guys start heading towards the temple, it's all pitch black. Oh, Charles, like all right. Well, if we're going in, this is it. This is the last. Like we're going in. Oh, well... We don't have time to do a whole lot, but if you need something right now... Yeah, like, let's... Hang on, I think, actually, if we're going in, we... I've got something for this. And Daniel's going to step back and message uh, Peyton and Twofer. Can we do a flashback? (laughs) What? A flashback? Give me a destiny point. He now has four. Thanks. Adam. 
oh, this will be worth it. So you calling up to twofer? Can we do a flashback first, though? Because I wanted to kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So with your light side point, this is in the time between probably between Corellia and here, last minute. Yeah. Before you guys touch down. So while Daniel was doing all of, like, getting all of his preparations, he this is probably right after he had gotten all of his preparations done and gotten kind of antsy standing there and realized that he wasn't going to get anywhere by going over his notes for the, like, two dozenth time and decided to work on Peyton again. I don't know if anybody remembers, but Peyton, the only thing that's really missing from him right now is his ability to move. So Daniel, having had Peyton compile all of his, kind of what needed to be fixed for locomotion, decided to sit down and work on Peyton. Do you want a mechanics check? Yeah, so let me see. It's a two setback. Actually, no setbacks. At this point, it's... Yeah, because I think Daniel gets a bunch of boost out of from working on Peyton. I'm going to give you the upgrade for the for you to make this happen. So go ahead and roll a mechanics check. Bam! Success to advantage. So you managed to get Peyton's uh, ambulation... Like, he's fully articulatable. If he really wanted to or needed to, he could stand on two legs and kind of use his hands almost as well as, like, like if he needed to push buttons, he can, like, push buttons and stuff. He's got very um, articulate digits, I guess. He did yeah. a really, really good job. You got all the right parts. You had everything set up. You did it. And Peyton is... Like, he is now, since he's able to move, he was doing the diagnostics, like, the last command you gave him was probably to, like, run diagnostics on his motor functions. Yeah, yeah. When you, when you left, he's, like, lifting his shoulders and moving his fingers and, like, twisting his wrists and his ankles and, like, just going over different types of, like, his range of motion tests and stuff. So, flash to pre- present. I need another destiny point to escape the past. I'm kidding. What? I was like, what the fuck? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. radio. Twofer. Well, he'll radio Peyton and go, hey, Peyton, how's the locomotion check going? Did you install a comm on Peyton? You know, with your two advantage, I'll say you put a comm on Peyton. Salutations, master. Diagnostics complete. I have full range of motion. This is better than I could have expected for the frame I'm in. I was not anticipating quadruped for my next reboot, but I appreciate the work you've done, sir. Yeah, of course, buddy. Uh, so, uh, are you ready for a test run? Because we might need your help here. I have never been more ready, sir. Awesome, because I'm going to need an assistant to help me move things. He's going to... I guess radio twofer and go twofer. We have, uh, this is Daniel. We have found what looks like a temple and we might need backup for this. Certainly we'll need, uh, my new lab assistant, Peyton. Can you have show twofer where my tools are at? Uh, and sir, sir. Sir. I'm, in the, I'm in the refresher right now. Oh, well, oh, oh, well we can wait. Uh, this is important. Uh, when you are done, did Peyton can show you where my tools are at, and Daniel will like start listing off basically like 
everything that he could possibly need. Like, is there, yeah, is there anything anybody needs this robot to bring back to them? I also, Daniel, with your two success to advantage, he, his repulsors aren't. He can't fly, but he can do like large leaps and it helps with like it. he can Living. fall off like. You can take long falls and kind of like slow himself down. So sweet. So anything anybody needs to bring from the ship that they might not be able to get for a little while? Yeah. Daniel will turn after he's done listing off like everything that it's pretty much everything that he has because he wants to show show Charles afterwards. And well present all of his findings to the, the temple too. The world not the temple, sorry, the Jedi Order. Well, the Explorer Corps, whoever he freaking responds to, or details, stuff like that. Charles, yeah. So this was just killing two birds with one stone now. But he'll turn to the group afterwards. Does anyone want Peyton to take anything with us? Also, is there anything anybody wants to have happened between Coruscant and Corell, or Corellia and Coruscant? The way they can have something extra? Daniel's already spent the light side point. I won't make y'all spend another destiny point, but... We might make a check or something, but is there anything anybody wants to have to have done? Like in regards, to, like stuff we want done in regards to what, like, like, like if I want to like upgrade something or spend any of my XP, stuff like that. But also like, oh, we knew we were once we found out Charles was going to be down in this hole. Maybe we stopped and got some glow rods or. Between here and there, I know I wanted to upgrade this weapon or buy this piece of gear, like, just for general use, and that would be really handy to have right now. Stuff like that. But if there's anything like that anybody wanted, other than that, if there's anything that we know we have on the ship that you would like Peyton to bring, like, I don't know, a holocron? Scorches. Anything... I was actually Torches. wondering Torches. I, I was actually wondering if I could if I could send like can I send requests to Peyton like without Daniel knowing? Like is there a com that I can com into? You could probably like send him a that only Daniel would hear it. Like a, or like <laughs> you could probably private comms him or even Can I like command prompt him like slash the MD send a message to like Peyton at spacemail.com or something. You could okay, probably um, just tell Twofer, too. I mean, Twofer will. I thought Daniel locked everybody out of it because I would kept changing the name. Or he's just the name locked. He No, I just locked you from changing his name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell him where my holocron and other crystal is. I thought you had him. the other crystal on you. No, I, I just had my lightsaber. Well, then I feel bad. Charles does not know about your other one. That's I was fun. a little confused where you're going with that. I am super sorry. No, uh, you're cool. Because you I haven't recall- I I haven't meditated with that crystal yet. So okay, I'll try and go back and and, and fix that, or we'll just. I don't really think there's anything to fix. It just as long as he doesn't know about it at the second. You know. What I mean? No, he doesn't know about the second one. Just I'm not worried one. about it either. But yeah, just the just the actual lightsaber. Are you telling Peyton? Or are you telling two for because. Peyton. Um, Peyton. Peyton won't be able to Peyton get it. Won't be able to get it. He will not fit in that area of the ship. Like he can push buttons, but he's not going to be able to like. I keep forgetting how large he is. Yeah, he's like horse. 
Also, I mean, like, Peyton probably wouldn't be able to see exactly what's being put on him. Could our ship fit down in this hole? No. Because, I mean, that, that beast is, like, 30 feet wide. Now, when I when I say hole, right, it was a giant leg hole at the top, but, like, where his foot stopped was on some pipes, and that is the kind of, there was an opening enough for, like, speeders to get through. And then you had you were like in between walls and different things and, and navigating through pipes and stuff. Like it wasn't like okay. a giant hole all the way to the surface. There was a hole. Well, you know what? Twofer is not going to know what the fuck a holocron is. So I am going to text Twofer and can I can I can I have it so it's in like a little bag so I can just tell him to grab the bag so he doesn't have to like yeah, see sure. it inside of it. All right. Like with those journals or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to tell him there's like a, a leather an old leather satchel with. Some some paperwork I need for Val East or not Val East, so that's Charles. the big Jedi Charles to bring down for him. So, yeah, he sends a text back. It's a poop emoji and a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna text back. Do you, do you know what that is? I'll find. I'll find it's a, he gets a message back. I'm pooping, sir. I'll look for it. If I have any questions, I oh. will. I will call you. <laughs> Once Just again, I am two touches on your poop cake. <laughs> Guano cake. Guano. Collect the whole set. Anything Doc Saz once brought down? Torches. Torches? Ah. <laughs> all the torches. <laughs> what, you don't want to have to go through and light all the braziers for us again? I remember one scenario where I tried to give a torch to Daniel and he dropped it for something else. For like to go and like talk to a ghost monster, uh, yeah, that was good. All right, uh, anything besides torches? You need, you don't have any like hidden weapons or? No, I've got all my weapons on me. Okay, John. Real question: Do you want your body parts? <laughs> the ship's still here. So. No, I think he turned I all those in last time he talked to somebody. Yeah, that's right. Even the Jawa eyes. Well, those are yeah. ornaments. Those aren't. That's different. It's part of our Christmas tree star. Yeah, how oh, that's it, right. how okay. You, like besmirch the name of Life Day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't know if it's that extreme. All right, so just real quick, Zach. Do you yeah. ever get comments on these episodes? I've had a couple comments. Just generally, like when like someone's like, "Oh, I listened to your show." But nobody's ever said whether or not they liked it. But I've got like we've got like thirty six followers. So I'm nobody. just curious if anybody mentioned anything about the Jawa eye ornament. Nobody I don't I've, I've been trying to get people to send us emails and comments on stuff, but I can't A, I can't see comments on, on Apple. Looks like we don't have any, but even if we did, I have no way of knowing. And B I don't know how to get comments on any of the other ones either. But uh, Spotify doesn't have comments, so we can't get any comments from Spotify. All we can ask for are ratings and people to send us emails or Twitter. We get a lot of retweets. That's pretty cool. But... All right, so Twofer, you know, he sends messages back saying he'll he'll get everything loaded up. It'll take a minute, but he'll he'll get it up. And before he sends Peyton out, he will let you know. And Charles, oh. Shock! Those robes, those are magnificent. They I'm gonna, feel, they I'm feel gonna well lifted. I'm gonna look at her and cross my arms and go. Have you ever heard of a Jedi named Val Issa? Val Issa, Val Issa. 
Yes, Mandalorian Wars. She had a ship that disappeared. She had a one of the one of the very the very few hammerhead training vessels. She was <laughs> it's like a temple away from the temple. Uh, she, we found during it. Mandalorian Wars. She disappeared. I'm gonna tell her. I'm just gonna be like, well, we found that that ship. Is that the the ship Daniel was sending me reports on? Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, uh, certain, have you ever seen a basilisk in person before? Oh, that's not possible. <laughs> they, they've they've been all just. I mean, it Daniel, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at Daniel and go. Should do you want to tell her? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know both. How about you know? Excuse me, please. Um, them is fine. You don't have to say. You don't have to call me her. You can say them. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Your voice is just. Throwing me off. Daniel will look at Shaq and go, Shaq, rude. I have a voice. I'm sorry. I can't really help it. Daniel will go, anyway, yeah, so about both of the things you just said about basilisks. Well, I suppose if you found Valisa's ship, it's very possible. It was the, Mandal- the Mandalorian was, they were, they, they used basilisks as war mounts. I mean, yeah. other basilisks on that ship? There, there were one. There was one, and I feel like now basilisk is a strong statement for this paperweight. That that is not nice. He is. Are you guys walking towards the temple? Are you guys just gonna start heading into the temple while this? We're is gonna. Going? Well, we're gonna kind of. I want to hang back and wait for Peyton, but we can be walking to the outside of it, I guess. Daniel will. Oh, yeah. I guess Daniel will say that too. He goes. You know, actually, before we head in, I, I. There's one other thing that you need. We need to wait for, and you know what? I think I'll show you when it gets here. But yeah, we we found a basilisk, and found I, a basilisk. That's incredible. And you know, I made today, Daniel. I wouldn't have believed a goddamn word you said. <laughs> this is how I, now. I, now <laughs> I'm just excited, like a child. I uh, I must I must see more. I'm I am oh. ready, Daniel. Show me. Your basilisk. That sounds terrible. They, yeah, we'll keep it professional. But <laughs> Daniel, yeah, just we just gotta wait. Um, and d- just don't be freaked out when you see him. He tends to scare people. Well, I mean, they're huge, so I would imagine it's yeah. it's, it's a literally a droid. A semi- wait, 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 wait. It's coming here. Are yeah, artificial intelligence. How is this? Wait, 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 wait. I mean, he's a good boy. <laughs> I, I am. I, I want to know more, but I'm so afraid to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? Well, let's just let, let me let me read you some of my notes while we wait, and Daniel will just spend that time. It, it'll be like a, a really condensed version of like what they've seen, and between the Infinity Gate, the the temple, and the water planet, the temple ship. Eustace and how Daniel regrets trying to rat him out to the cops. You know everything. Oh, but he'll leave out that senator. He won't tell the won't tell him about that. <laughs> All right. So I'm sorry. Start. You you told him about things you did tell him about. Pretty much everything except the senator and spending all of his funds on random shit. <laughs> so That'll what, come up later. What are you? <laughs> What happened to your Maletto friend? You know, I don't know. He kind of disappeared after what I think is molting? I, I don't have a better word for it. 
If what you told me is true, species like that generally can be affected heavily by gravitational you know, disruptions and things like that. And if you are on a planet that was beamed directly with some gravitational like, crosswaves, like you said, then, uh, yeah, I could imagine that that would be the least of his, his worries, would be the, the multiple. Well, the more terribly, terribly painful. Yeah. More quickly than it normally would have been. Oh, well, that could explain a lot. Also, I'm not sure how good he did, because I think he jettisoned himself into space at the same time. I don't know. All I know for sure is, is that he's not in the ventilation. We checked. Well, did I thought you said he, he was gone when you... You didn't know... You noticed after you landed. Or after mm. you took off. Like, he could have been on a planet somewhere. You know? I'm not gonna lie. You're making me regret all of this trust. <laughs> not gonna lie. We... I did not check on him. There, there's a decent gap of time. I was trying to give him privacy. I don't know when he disappeared. Sir. Yes. That, sir, is rank, not comment on gender. <sighs> yes, Daniel, the Clone Wars have enforced a lot of weird things upon us. Shock, you I sense a lot of growth in you. Yeah, he's grown a couple inches. I'm having, I'm having a hot net, Daniel. God. <laughs> I'm going to look down at my little bat belly and pat it. I'm going to... Maybe. Daniel will go, I'm at height, but sure, that too. Guess you're, you're guess not bad. a lot of confusion, Shock. Is there something you'd like to talk about? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to look at him and go... Well, I'm just confused on why we are uh, standing out here and not getting inside this cave. Daniel wanted to wait for his robot. I'm, I'm more than willing. I've been waiting. I haven't been in the field decades. I want to wait for Peyton. Daniel is super excited. He has been waiting for an assistant that I want to say wants to work with him, but Peyton also has to work with him, so... <laughs> but he's got an assistant that will actually like well doc um uh, uh, zach zach Saz, what uh what's your story what brings you to the crew uh, i was just looking for a ride and they were needed a doctor that seems fortuitous yeah especially since he got blamed for a murder rate when we found him since that's well, I would go along with the deception I sense, I suppose. <laughs> well, if you've proven helpful and useful, very helpful. Your past means nothing. That's uh. Are you sure we must wait, Daniel? Yes. At that moment, you get a calm from Twofer. All right, sir. I've uh. Oh my god. <clears throat> I've lo- <sighs> I've loaded the droid with all the things. The bag, all the stuff. It's all on here. I'm going to send him out. It's going to take him quite a while to get there. He he can move real well, but it's a lot of space to cover and a lot of ups and downs. So I can't, I can't come along. I'm, I'm having issues. Um, it's better I stay with the ship. Oh, oh God. I'll send the droid. And it, the comm cuts off. And, and uh, Did it sound like he was going to vomit or poop himself? I don't know. Probably, sounds like a little bit of both. Hang on, can I roll uh, perception? Sure. <laughs> Hard with, uh, average with a setback. 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Sounds like he's got, like, something's going on, but you can't tell which. Tell. <laughs> I feel bad for him. All right. Well, you know what? Two for. Uh, I'll even use a dark side point for that. Today is mocking your ass without. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to you. Daniel will go, all right, well, Tufer, I, uh, I hope whatever is going on over there, you get it resolved. Uh, let us know when you do. It's your, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you hear a lot of really horrible, awful noises as he's trying to respond, but <laughs> you can't hear his voice over the sound of bad sounds. Daniel would just be very confused because he didn't understand what was going on in the first place. Yep. <laughs> all right. So I was like, all right, well then, I suppose without further ado, let's let's get to this temple. Yep. Oh, yeah. Daniel, uh, would you like to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Daniel will. Too bad. And he starts running. <laughs> I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> she like sack taps Daniel. Just like, pop! Her, her staff running. just like, boop. <laughs> Daniel will go, okay. Yep. Yep. Yep, okay. Uh, starts rubbing his hands together. Let's do this. Daniel will turn on his little headlamp that he's got on his mm-hmm. helmet for light. And then, no, I'm going first. <laughs> no, then go to the door. Uh, but perception check, what does the door of the temple look like? All right, well, hold on a second. So as you guys leave like the open area where you hear like the speeders clicking in the distance once you cross the the arc of light and are inside the darkness it is deafeningly silent it is like a like in phasmophobia when you walk into the house and it's just instantaneous you can't hear anything yeah like as soon as you cross you get that like that wind in the ear noise that like it's just so silent you're sure you can hear your heartbeat it's quiet and let's see here. Charles, he whispers, do you, do you both feel that? I believe we've entered a divergence in the force. Can I do a uh, perception check, or is that, would that be a... Uh, what are you trying to do? Trying to sense the, the feeling in the air. Yeah, it's a discipline check, and I'll even give you a boost. Easy I with a boost. Calling in the yeah. air Shock kind of quiets. He's been practicing oh, a lot. So he kind of quiets his mind. And, and you feel you feel like the force is almost like a wellspring here. And it's it's positive. It's it's one of the mo- more positive versions you've, you've felt in a while. But you also feel feel on the edges of that of that wellspring of like purity or whatever. You can feel like a sickness somewhere. Something is something is contaminated at the borders of this. Can Daniel use the force somehow to try to feel that? You can roll the same thing. Just roll. Oh, I want to use the force. That is the force. This is the force. That is the force. You wrote discipline. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like your force force check. Your force power is is to manipulate people's minds, not to sense things. If you had force power since, we'd talk about something. Oh, God. Fuck yeah. You know, two success and three advantage. So you've got an advantage better than shock. Not only, you feel the same thing, but you also you feel like this place wants to be 
good, like wants to be light, but that it is not what it used to be. It is almost it is almost nothing. It's like a glowing ember on a on a match head compared to like the flame it once was, kind of thing. Can we, Daniel kind of tell the direction that the the corruption is at? All around this, like it's it's just more like it's like a blanket. You're more feeling. aware of it now. It's like it was always there, mm. but now you're aware of it, and it's all pressing in around this place. Daniel will look at Charles and go, "Yeah, it's odd. I I wonder where all this darkness is coming from. I don't know, but from here on out, I think we should keep our voices down while we're in here." It it feels like it it might be safer for us this way. Since this is a large version of the force, you guys are gonna add one force die to all force checks while you are in the ruins. Also, no. while you're in here, and you make a force check, you are able to turn one dark side pip to a light side pip for free. Ooh. Per roll, like per check, like only one. Cool. Cool. If you guys want. You guys can all do this if you guys want, since you guys are now aware of like this darkness. If you guys want to make perception check before you walk into the temple proper. Ooh, ooh. Oh, okay, Zach. Yeah. I want to do valuable facts before what that. that. What does that mean? Once per encounter, perform valuable facts action. Make an average knowledge check. If successful, add one triumph to one ally skill check during the encounter. Okay, so you're trying you you're doing a separate roll to give somebody a triumph? Yeah, I want to give Shock a triumph. And what roll do you have to make? Uh an average average what? knowledge check. All right, let let Doc Saz roll his perception real quick. Well, Daniel, you can make your check real quick. Okay. And then, and then we'll do the knowledge check. So do your do your perception. So there's no black die on this then, right? No, it's, you actually get a blue die. Okay. Actually, you don't. Shocked it, because he's a bat. No, that's for the knowledge check. This isn't the knowledge check. This is the perception check. Oh, sorry. Do perception check first. Damn, it was shit. Woo! No, Daniel, Daniel smacks his face into his wall. He's actually too busy feeling the force. Like this, like for the, like this is the most he's ever been in contact with the force, and he is like, it's part of the confidence of him being told he's right and all this stuff. Everything's kind of happening for Daniel. So now he's just like the force finally, and he doesn't even notice what's going on. He's can't lost see the sauce. What is it? Yeah. Make your knowledge check. All right. What it just says av- average knowledge. Yeah, go for it. Does it matter which knowledge? What are we... It just says average knowledge. What kind of knowledge checks do you have? I have core worlds, education, lore. You can go with lore. Yeah, I feel like lore would work. Go for it. No! So shock, shock's perception roll granted him a... is now getting a triumph. Daniel's lore check also has a triumph. I don't even know how to uh, grant this lore check. I mean, Daniel... So what I'm thinking is, is Daniel just was telling... On the way up to the temple, Daniel had been talking about kind of things to look for. Like, 
this this is the type of architecture. This is like if it's as old as we think it is, it like it could be like you could. This is the type kind of weapons and like levers, blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, like this is the everything that like basic general things to look out for. And for once, Shock was actually listening to Daniel ramble on. Yeah, for sure. For whatever reason, he just didn't tune him out this time. Is there anything you'd like to spend a triumph on that doesn't have to be related to this check? We could say that, like, your next knowledge check is upgraded. Yeah, that works for me. Yeah, okay. Make sure you write that down or something, because I'll probably forget. Your next knowledge check is upgraded because of this triumph. Or maybe your next lore check or something. Yeah. But Shock, you got a success and advantage and a triumph. As you guys are walking into the temple, and Doc says if you are back yet, you can roll perception if you want. Shock. As you guys are walking in, your ear twitches, and as you feel this darkness creep in from the distance, you hear something moving, and maybe something breathing? And with your triumph, you see something kind of disgusting-looking, humanoid, just, like, gross-looking. You can't even tell what it would be. Kind of peeked into a, like, there was some light reflecting off of, like, a, a wet leaf or something, or some wet, wet rock, and it, and it outlined this grotesque figure that ran back into the darkness. Ran like human ran, or like... It, it looks like it's humanoid, but it runs on all fours. Like, it, can sta- it was standing up, and then dropped to all fours and took off. It's, What's the it's size of this thing, like, as far as, like, from its shadow, can I tell? Like, humanoid, like Daniel size, like oh, okay. an average, average humanoid size. It's, it's Eustace, it's isn't it? One. Fuck. Are you saying Eustace is disgusting? <laughs> no, I think he's you. humanoid and can run on all fours. Eustace is about to have some fucking. <laughs> I was gonna bring him back. I had a way to bring him back. No, now... no, I need Eustace back. Now he just isn't. He's insulted by your very existence. He doesn't even know how to, how to feel about Daniel Shanks. Right uh, he felt damn. that. He felt that through the force. Felt it through the force. <laughs> but yeah, shock. You see something. So I mean, you can tell everybody you saw something. I'm gonna stop, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna make like a clicking noise with my tongue to God, get their attention. I'm gonna and I'm gonna point over to wherever the heck this thing was. So you're actually trying to attract their attention. Yeah. At this point in time, you you make a call out to them and nothing happens, and and Charles is like, I don't know what what's, what's out there, but we should attract it. It's probably not safe. Let's head inside. I think. Things will be better once, you know, we have walls around, you know, walls to back into. So let's, let's head inside. Daniel will be like, uh, yeah, sure. I've been reading to ask you, Daniel, your armor. Did you find that on the ship as well? It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? It's, uh, he'll kind of like knock his, like bang on it or wrap on it with his knuckle. There we go. And he'll go, it's going to go. Yeah, it's uh, actually Primo Beskar. Pretty cool, huh? That that is pretty cool. I have to admit, Daniel. Yeah. That pretty cool. You have to be careful, though, especially nowadays. What with all the trouble going on on, on Mandalore, you might There's... not want to 
wear that around. I mean, you can wear. Don't tell me. Don't let me tell you what to do. Daniel will cock be aware, Just be aware that the Death Watch have made made their move, started making their move, and things aren't looking. Mandalorians aren't necessarily going to be continuing to look be looked at the way they have been. Daniel will cock his head to the side because he doesn't. I, Daniel doesn't know anything about what's been going on in current events. So right. he'll, he'll be like Death Watch, uh, Mandalore, like what? What's been going on since we've been gone? Which actually, you know what? What's going on with this whole war thing too? Dufer didn't really explain it that well. He didn't really want to talk about it either, to be honest. But well, from what I what I understand of Dufer, he uh, he seen some really rough service, and you know they didn't know what to do with them. And you know, once you calmed in, I was. I said, oh, they need, you know, this, what they're doing is important, so they need someone who can contact us and communicate with, with us, and it seems like the best way to do that. No, Twofer's, Twofer's great. I just, I don't understand why we're at war. I mean, we're, Daniel, I don't know. we're supposed to be like, we're, we're not supposed to be like killing people. Like, that's not what Jedi do. Well, it's mostly droids, but I understand the sentiment. That's so... I don't know if you felt it or not, but those of us more in tune have noticed the Force kind of retreating. Not like going away, but almost as if... The... When we draw on the Force, we basically we were like borrowing energy, but transferring it from here to there. Yeah. And before, there's just been it's just been there, and now there's less of it. We've had to, you know, it seems like there's less force going around. It doesn't make sense. I don't know how to explain it properly. It's never happened before, at least not so, in my lifetime. So our best course of action was decided to be to go to war with some people. No, it was. I don't understand. It's much more complicated than that, Daniel. Uh, we, we we joined as defenders. Danny will go, okay, hang on. You know what? This sounds like a topic for a later discussion. I, I, I promise I will give you an in-depth, up-to-date rundown of everything that's happened as soon as we get back. Let's just focus on this now because this is too dangerous to, to, to muck up, you know? Yeah, okay, yeah. Sounds good. I need, I need you to know, Daniel. I respect you. And you guys walk into a room. I'm assuming like he, you guys probably have like the little like glow rods. Oh God, they're gonna die, aren't they? All right. So you guys follow Charles into the main chamber, and with your glow sticks, you make the outline of some braziers. And Charles speaks up and he goes, "Oh, braziers! Always, always light the braziers. Never forget." Pretty sure that was day one lesson, but always light the braziers. You guys recognize the entrance to the room. You guys follow follow Charles into this main chamber, and it looks very familiar. You start to make out edges of braziers and so- stone statues, and a sense of familiarity kind of flows over you guys. Does it look like the the, the temple on the water planet? You're getting that feeling for sure. And with that, we will end this episode of Tales of the Outer Rim, Jedi Adventures. 
Hope you guys are enjoying the show as we get deeper and deeper into what is the underbelly, the un, the, the actual surface level of Coruscant. Email us t o t o r f f g gmail dot com. Our Twitter is at t o t o r f f g. We have Instagram Tales of the Outer Rim. Website Tales of the Outer Rim dot com, and uh, on that website you can also find links to our Patreon as well as the SoundCloud for Steph Makepeace, who does the music for our show. You should listen to some of the other songs. She's got all of our jams there, and uh, she's really great. So. Hope you guys enjoyed. Get in touch with us. We'll see you next time. And may the forest be with you. Listen, I played Chrono Cross, Zach. Blame Adam. All in favor, say aye. 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 What? God damn it, Adam. Wink, sparkle, sparkle. Picture a world where the gods have grown bored and fickle. Picture a world where reality shapes itself to their whims and desires in the search for entertainment. Picture a world where everything's a stage and the common folk merely players. Into this step the professional champions, heroes by trade and vocation, fighting to protect those in need. Some do it for gold, others for glory, but they all know that they are the thin line between the chaos of the gods and the safety of the world. And they also know this, if there's one thing the gods demand, it's a good performance. Welcome to Dungeon Majeure! Dungeon Majeure is an actual play Genesis podcast on a homebrewed world with some very homebrewed heroes. Starting on Wednesday the 14th of April and releasing weekly, Find us wherever you get your podcasts and join us on the social medias under the banner of our parent show, Force Majeure, which is at Force Majeure Pod. So strap on your sword, fill up your tanker, take a seat by the fire and get ready for the show.